This is the Big Man in Training Podcast, episode number three, Getting Back to Exercising. Recording from the Big D in Dallas, Texas, this is the Big Man in Training Show a weekly podcast dedicated to helping you become the healthiest and most fit person you can be. This is the show designed to help motivate you to lose weight the right way. And now, here's your host, shedding those pounds right alongside the big man in training himself, Eric Dickey. Hi, and welcome to the Big Man in Training show. I am your host, the Big Man in Training, Eric Dickey, and I'd like to thank you for taking the time out to give me a listen. This is episode three, and today we're talking exercise. So we're going to go over why we have to exercise, what are some of the benefits of it, where should we exercise, what plan should you choose to exercise with? And then a little later on in the show, we're going to go with the plan that I chose and why I chose it. But if I may, I'd like to just first give a brief announcement. And it's very exciting to me. Uh, the Big Man in Training podcast is now available and live on tunein.com. This was the fourth of four places that I really wanted to get this podcast out to. And I just got the uh, email back from them that we are now approved and we are now live on TuneIn.com. So please check the show notes afterwards and you'll have that link there as well as links to everywhere else where you can download and listen to this on your favorite uh, device or application. Also, just a, a quick disclaimer. Just remember, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a professional athlete. I'm not a professional trainer. I'm just an ordinary guy who is wanting to make sure that you get healthy and fit and happy the right way. And to do that the right way, before you start any exercise plan whatsoever, please make an appointment and go talk to your doctor. And make sure that uh, your doctor is well aware of what you're wanting to do and why you're wanting to do it. And make sure that you are healthy and are healthy enough to do the exercise that you would like to do. If you select a plan, make sure you take that plan with you and show it to your doctor and get your doctor's approval. I want you to be healthy and happy and fit along with me as we move into this journey, but I want you to do it the right way. So let's talk about exercising. And I know exercising is one of those four-letter words, kind of like dieting, kind of like some other words that we really can't utter here and stay a nice, clean, wholesome uh, channel for you. But uh, I'm recommending that you exercise along with your diet. Now, does that mean that you have to do both to lose weight? No, you do not. I'm, I'm not going to say that you cannot lose weight without exercising. You can. I've done it. I dropped almost 40 pounds just by dieting alone. Now, what I am going to suggest is that exercising along with dieting is going to help you lose weight faster. 
It's going to help you uh, lose weight in a more healthy way. And you know what? Just exercising in general is going to give you lots of benefits. And I want to go over some of these benefits with you. You know, you're going to feel better overall. You know, maybe you're drained all day. Maybe you're tired. Maybe you're cranky, irritable, whatever. If you exercise, you're going to have more energy. It's going to help you think better and faster. It's going to get, it's going to allow you to fall asleep easier and it's going to allow you to sleep well. Now, what I'm not going to recommend is that you exercise right before going to bed. Now, the reason for that is that your body is going to be jacked up on the exercise. All of the chemicals in your body, all the feel-good chemicals in your body from exercising have been released. You're ready to just rock and roll for the next couple of hours. And it's difficult to get to sleep. Now, you may be one of these people that this doesn't apply to. I know it applies to me. And I've done exercising, you know, 9, 10, 10, 30, come home, go to bed, and I couldn't go to sleep. I tried. Now, I tend to exercise in the morning, you know, 5 a.m., 6 a.m., hit, you know, hit a gym, exercise, get ready to go to work. I'm ready to hit the day, or hit the day. I'm ready to work. I'm ready to do whatever it is that I need to do for the day. It's going to help you handle stress. And in this day and age, with everything going on in the world, if you're not stressed, please email me and tell me what your secret is, because I really need to know these things. It's going to make you healthier overall. It's going to help you live longer, and it's going to improve your quality of life. And there's an added benefit to that as well as in this overview. It's going to improve your love life. And I'm just going to leave that right there. Let your imagination run wild as to why it will. Now, there are some health benefits here. You know, the more you exercise, the better your heart and your lungs are going to work. And exercise is going to help you. Uh, it, it's going to make it less likely for you to have coronary artery disease. If you have high blood pressure, I'm not saying it's going to go away, but it will help relieve that. If you don't have it, it's going to help prevent it. It's going to help prevent type 2 diabetes. If you have that, once again, talk to your doctor. I have friends who have type 2 diabetes who work out, and it's not taken it away, but it's made it to a point to where it's easier to maintain for them and manage. And there are some studies out there that says that exercise will help prevent some cancers. Now, once again, that doesn't mean that you will or may never get any of these if you exercise, but exercise will help prevent them. Exercise is going to help improve your stamina. Now, if you're like me, when I was first starting out and exercising and, you know, I couldn't walk half a mile, let alone try to run half a mile. I was winded. I was ready to give up. But the more I exercised, the more my stamina improved. And the further and faster I could go, the more weights I could lift, and the more I became a gym rat. Exercise is going to lead to stronger muscles. And this is especially true if you start working out with uh, weight training. If you hit the free weights or the machines, uh, dumbbells, kettlebells, whichever you prefer. It's going to give you higher bone density. There are studies out there that have proven this. Another benefit you're going to have is better flexibility. Now, better flexibility is going to come with stretching and or yoga, if you add yoga. 
but stretching for sure. And one of the things that you'll find out when you uh, choose an exercise plan is that stretching is going to be key to this. So stretching and yoga are going to help lead to better flexibility for you. And to be honest, who doesn't want to be flexible? So the next thing we're going to look at is, okay, I have the, I have the benefits of exercise. I know it's good for me. Where do I exercise? Well, the first option is exercise at home. And you may ask the question, what's wrong with exercising at home? Well, let me tell you, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Let's look at some pros and cons of it. First of all, it's relatively inexpensive or downright free. There's no monthly or yearly charges to pay. Uh, there's no contract to sign. If you own the property or you own your home or you're leasing it, you know, it, it's yours. Um you never have to worry about anybody else watching you. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to say something here. It may offend you, and I'm sorry, but if you're fat like I am, and you go to a gym and you're trying your best to work out, and you know that people are staring at you, you just might be embarrassed. And I'll be honest, I have been embarrassed. If you work out at home you're not going to be embarrassed because you're the only person who's there working out. And if you see yourself in a mirror, so what? Never be embarrassed about working out because I guarantee that you're lapping the couch potato who's sitting on his butt on the couch watching TV and eating popcorn. Another pro is that it's never going to close and the hours are whatever you set. It's your schedule. It's your home. You're exercising there. Work out when you need to. If you're running late and you can't exercise in the morning, exercise in the afternoon when you come home. It's always available to you. The doors aren't going to be closed. They're not going to be locked. You control the music. You control the TV. And if you've ever worked in a gym, or you've ever worked out in a gym, let me say that, then you probably know what I'm referring to here. The music that they have blaring over the speakers to get you motivated and pumped up may not be your choice of music. Well, if you work out at home, you have that choice. And if you get tired of being indoors, well, go outside. Do something outdoors. Take a walk. Go for a, a bike ride. Go for a run if you're that advanced. Now let's look at some of the cons. So... Unless all of the exercises you plan on doing are simply body weight exercises, you're going to need to provide the equipment, which means that you're going to have to pay for the equipment. And let's be honest, this can be expensive. You know, you can go from simple resistance bands all the way up to multi-thousand dollar pieces of cardio equipment. You know, these are all great and, and, and handy, but if you don't own them, then your choice of uh, exercise plan is going to be limited. Now, the other thing that's going to be a con here is space. How much space do you have to actually work out in? You know, if you live in a, a studio apartment or a one-bedroom that's only six, 700 square feet, First of all, you may not be able to put a, a nice piece of uh, cardio equipment in there if that's what you're choosing to use. 
and you may not have enough space to do the exercises. Maybe you have to, you know, move your couch or chair out of the way just to do it every time. So you've got to look at the space you're in and decide whether or not in uh, the exercises you do, are you going to hit something? Are you going to, are you going to damage a piece of furniture, uh, damage some knickknack, or are you going to damage yourself if you hit the couch, if you hit a piece of furniture the wrong way? So there's also no one around to help you. You know, if you get hurt or you have a question or you need somebody to show you how to do a specific exercise or a specific whatever, no one's there. You know, you're going to have to pull out the computer. You're going to have to go to YouTube. You're going to have to go wherever else. And you're going to have to figure out how to do it by yourself. It's also too easy to be distracted. You know, you've got your phone ringing. You've got the doorbell. Uh, All of a sudden... Somebody from work calls you up and says, hey, I need this done in an hour. Or, you know, do what? Just insert your favorite distraction here. Whatever that might be that distracts you, it's too easy to be distracted if you're working at home. And if you own a cat or dog, have you ever tried exercising at home with a pet? And if you own one and you have, then you're going to understand. Trust me, there is nothing more fun than trying to do push-ups and having a dog just start licking you in the face or trying to do setups and have a cat jump on you wondering what are you doing human why haven't you fed me so as you can see there's some trade-offs here and these pros and cons are by no means an exhausted list Um, if you choose to work out at home more power to you Let's look at joining a gym. So here are the pros. And once again, this is not an exhaustive list. The equipment is provided for you. Every piece of equipment you think you might need is probably going to be there. Whether it's a a small operation like Snap Fitness, all the way up to the ginormous gyms like Gold's Gym. If you want to do cardio, I'm sure they're going to have a rowing machine. They're going to have ellipticals. They're going to have treadmills, stair climbers, uh, Jacob's ladders, you name it, and it's going to be there. If you want to do free weights, there are tons of free weights for you to do. You're going to have all kinds of barbells, dumbbells, uh, plates going from 2.5 pounds all the way up to 45 pounds, everything you need. It's right there at your fingertips. Now, should you have questions? How do I do X? How do I actually adjust this piece of machine? There's going to be somebody there to answer questions, or there should be. In the case of some places like uh, 24-Hour Fitness or Snap, uh, Snap Fitness, which should be open 24 hours a day, there may not be somebody there. If you want... In 85% of these gyms out there, you can hire a professional trainer if you want. Now, people will be there, and this is a pro. People watching can motivate you. You can trust me on this one. Watching someone absolutely killing it on a particular exercise or a piece of equipment can, will, and should motivate you to be just as good as that person. Now, don't make it creepy. You know, don't stalk and watch this person on every piece of equipment they utilize. 
but knowing that there is somebody that is giving a hundred percent every time should be able to be motivation for you. Also, you're going to have your locker rooms that you don't have to clean. You know, if they have towel service, then you don't have to worry about your towels. Now, there are some cons to a gym. Uh, You're going to wind up, you know, having to pay for this. And let's be honest here. People are there specifically employed to do a few things. And one of those things is to sell you a contract. They're also there to upsell additional services that you may or may not need. So let's talk about that for a second. First of all, find out how much is that going to cost? Is it a a month to month contract? Is it a yearly contract? Can it convert after a certain amount of months? Read the fine print read through the entire contract. And I know that re- that reading legalese is not the one thing you want to do when you go to a gym. But if you do not read and you want to opt out of the later date and you find out that you have to, say, send a certified letter to the corporate office and it's going to take forever to do so, that may not be something you want to do. So read the contract. And it's just common sense. Also, how is the charge handled? Is it a monthly charge? Is it a bi-weekly charge? Do they have an initiation fee? Is there a cancellation fee? What about other fees? You know, maybe they do have towel service, but do they charge for towel service? Do they offer classes? Are those classes free or do you have to pay for those classes? And once again, uh, my recommendation is go for month to month. Most gyms will offer you a month to month contract that you can convert to a yearly contract. Now, month to month contracts are usually more expensive. And what can happen is I say do a month to month contract, go to the gym, see if you like it, uh, use it for a month or two. If it's not something you like, you know what? Cancel the contract then, opt out pay the probably the next payment you're going to wind up using the gym for about a month after that but you're good to go and find another gym if you do like the gym it is for you in most cases you can convert that month to month to a yearly contract and your fees are going to decrease because they've got you locked in so another con may be how far away is it from your home Is it worth the drive or the bike or the walk to the gym for you? What's the location? What are the hours? Some gyms are 24 hours with a card granted access. Some may only be open from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. You know, as a matter of fact, let's take some of those cons and let's make them into what you should consider looking at when you want to join a gym. Um... You know, we've gone over costs, we've gone over fees, we've gone over contracts, we've gone over hours. Here are some other things that you might want to consider. How busy does it get at this particular location? What are the peak and what are the off-peak hours? In other words, when is this place busy and when is it empty? What are the wait times for the machines or the free weight areas during these peak hours. You know, if you've got 
if you've got a building that's holding 120 people and you've got a finite amount of uh, free weight areas and machines, is there a wait time? And is there a time limit during peak hours? I know there are a couple of gyms that if it's peak hours and people are waiting on the machine, you have 20 minutes to do a cardio session on a treadmill or an elliptical or a rowing machine or whatever. Is 20 minutes long enough for you? Can you do 20 minutes and then go to the uh, weight training if you're doing that and then come back? These are questions you need to ask yourself. Look at the areas surrounding the gym. And do this in the daytime and do this at night. You know, is the neighborhood safe? Do you feel safe here? Do you feel safe parking your car here and leaving it in the parking lot to go inside? If you don't, then move on. This isn't the gym for you. What's the lighting like at night? You know, if if you're a lady, do you feel safe going to and from your car at night? Or even in the daytime? Ask them. Do they offer classes? Do they offer group sessions that you may want to join? Uh, Do they do something you're interested in? Do they do yoga? Do they do CrossFit? What do you want to do? Ask them if they offer it here. And then if they do, are these included or are these an additional cost? This is where your upcharges come into play. Once again, do they have a towel service or do you need to bring your own? And if they do have a towel service, do they frown on you bringing your own and insist that you do use theirs? And if they have the towel service, how much is it? I guarantee it's not going to be free. Look around this place. You know, most of these, most of these salespeople are going to take you on a tour. They're going to show you the highlights and they're going to do what they can to sell this as the best thing since sliced bread. Pay attention to the facilities. Uh, how well-maintained are the facilities? How clean are, th- are the facilities? And I don't mean just the locker room and the bathroom. I mean the parking lot, the building itself. Is it air-conditioned? Is it fans? Is it nice and comfortable for you there? Uh, is it dirty? Do you see obvious places that need repair? Are there lights out? Uh, take a look at the machines and the other exercise items in the gym. Same thing. Are they maintained and are they in good working order? Are some of them in need of repair and, you know, with some machines broken out and out of commission? If there is one that's out of commission, ask them point blank. How long has it been out of commission? What are you waiting on to fix it? And how soon will it come back into commission? And so my suggestion to you is to ask the staff these questions and notate the answers. If you have to do it on paper, on your your phone, or you know, just memorizing the answers, and then ask yourself these same questions and find out the answers for yourself. Talk to people there. I don't mean the staff. I mean the people utilizing the machines. Now, don't interrupt their workouts. Wait till they're finished and say, "Hey, do you do you have a couple of minutes? I just want to talk to you about the gym. I'm thinking of joining. I just wanted to get your opinion. You seem to be working out here." Uh, you know, how, how often do you frequent this place? What do you think? Is it worth the money? It's okay to ask questions. They're either going to give you an answer or they're going to tell you no and move on. So I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that a salesperson is going to stretch the truth to make a sale, but I'm going to personally take answers from a salesperson with a big grain of salt. And I'm going to find out for myself. 
ask for a, a pass, whether it's a three-day pass or a seven-day pass. I would, I would ask for a seven-day pass that will you that will let you use the gym at any time they're open, and then use the pass. Don't just let it sit on your nightstand or your uh, vanity somewhere. Use the pass. Go during peak and non-peak hours. Look at how many people are there. Use the equipment. Go during the morning if you can. Go during the day. Go during the evening. And if they're open at night, go at night. Once again, look around. Do you feel safe? Do you feel this is a place that you can wear uh, exercise clothing in? And do you feel you know? Do you feel okay? Do you think that people are just going to be staring at you? Is it a meat market? And I hope you know what I mean by meat market. If you don't, is it a place where people go to try to find a mate? Or is it a place where people go and actually exercise and do their thing, maybe shower there or whatever, and leave? You know, joining a gym is a huge investment for some people. Same thing as leasing a car, though not as expensive, but it has to be right for you. And let's look at uh, exercise plans, you know. All right, Eric, you know, you've talked me into it. I need to exercise. I'm going to work out either at home or I'm going to find a gym. No problem. What's the next step? So the next step is what do you want to exercise? Or I'm sorry, how do you want to exercise? And I know that some people would say that, you know, maybe we should have talked about choosing a plan before. Where the heck am I going to do my exercise plan? But knowing where you're going to be exercising is going to drive what you're going to be exercising with or how you're going to be exercising. In other words, if you want to go to muscleandfitness.com and you want to bulk up and you want to, you know, have well-cut abs, well-cut muscles or whatever, it makes no sense to pull one of their plans out that focuses on free weights and you're doing it at home and you have resistance bands or you have no, you have no free weights whatsoever. So let's talk about finding a plan real quick. Best thing to do, search the internet and look for some reputable sites. Now, I've got four sites that I want to just mention briefly, and I will put the links in the show notes. But uh, And these are in no certain order. But I would highly recommend that you go to muscleandfitness.com, trainonline.com, fitnessblender.com, and fitocracy.com. I recommend these four simply because they're free to join. I'm not saying that they don't sell products. They do. But for a beginner who's just now getting into exercising or you're coming back into exercising after a long layoff, these are places, that you're, these are places on the web that you're going to want to go to, sign up for, and I would, you know what, sign up for all four. Go to the sites, look them over, figure out if it's right for you. If not, then just uh, opt out. But they will have plans for you. They are free. They do come with a lot of videos. They come with a lot of instructions. And especially if you're going to work from home or you're going to work without a trainer at a gym, these are the four that I would recommend you go see. Now, unless you're not a beginner and you've been doing this forever, Look for a good beginner's plan that incorporates cardio and weight training. Um, it is something that my plan that I've chosen is takes care of. You have cardio and you have weight training on differing days. 
uh, cardio specifically for the fact that it is going to help you burn fat and weight training specifically because it is going to build up muscle. It's going to build up bone density. And here's where the important part of taking your measurements are going to come into play. There are going to be times when you may not be a, you may step on the scale and you may look in horror and say, well, it's been two weeks and I haven't seen the weight drop or, oh my gosh, I've actually gained a pound. Weight training is going to do that because muscle weighs more than fat. And as you build muscle, you will start to tone. You will start to slim down even more. Take your measurements. Go find that one pair of pants that you've been using to see how far your waist has gone down and watch because I guarantee you're going to see the results in those areas and you may not see it immediately on the scale anymore. Not saying it's not going to go down, it will, but don't panic. So once you've studied on, once you've settled on a plan, study, study that plan. Make sure you understand the moves of each and every exercise in that plan and study and make sure you understand how to use the equipment. Some of these plans are going to be free weight plans where you're going to have a barbell of some sort or dumbbells. Uh, If you have a barbell, you're going to have either the barbell itself for weight or you're going to be adding plates to make it heavier. Some are going to be using the weight machines. Either way, make sure you know how to do this. Ask questions. It's okay to go up to a person who's at the gym who works there and says, and just ask them, how do I do this? Don't be afraid to ask questions. Watch videos of each exercise that's in this plan. And then as you're learning how to do this plan, especially with weight training, use a very light weight, you know, use a two and a half to a five pound dumbbell. Use just the barbell itself. The first few times you do the exercise, get the movements down. Correct. Get the breathing down. Correct. Make sure you understand it. Don't go all out heavy trying to impress somebody around you or impress yourself. Remember, you want to do this correctly. The next thing is write out your exercise plan in your journal. Remember your journal and record how you do. How much weight did you lift with each set? How much cardio was done? What kind of cardio did you do? Write down how you felt before, during, and after your workout session. Record the time, record the day it was done, record any notes that you want to have in there. And finally, stick to it. Don't give up. And let's go into the plan that I chose real briefly and why. And, you know, I, I've gone through dozens of exercise plans out there. And after my research, what I chose to do was the complete four-week beginner's workout program from muscleandfitness.com's website. Uh, mostly because, one, I'm just now getting back into the habit of uh, working out again after a long layover and delay because of injuries and whatnot. Uh, the second is it's a four-week program. And by sticking to a four-week program, it allows you to develop the habit of getting back into exercising on a regular basis. Uh, it's very easy to follow. And it's free, and free is always a good thing to me. I prefer free. 
So the first week is three days of full body with four days of rest, and that's mostly to get you acclimated to not only getting back into exercise, but how to do them correctly. Now what I'm going to do is I'm incorporating cardio into that, and for the off days I'm going to hit the treadmill, the elliptical, the rowing machine, uh, whichever one strikes my fancy for that day. The second week is going to break out the exercises into upper and lower body splits. And then you're going four days with three days of rest. Uh, the third week further splits the exercises into what they call push-pull exercises, and then you do legs. So you're going to do a push-pull-legs, push-pull-legs, rest. Now, this time I'm actually going to do a rest day and throw in 20 to 30 minutes cardio after I do my workout so I get the cardio in. The fourth week of this plan is interesting. You have a four-day split working the full body. Day one is chest, tries, triceps, and calves. Day two is legs and abs. Day three is a rest day doing cardio. Day four is shoulders and calves again. Day five is the back, biceps, and abs again. Days six and seven are rest days. And once again, I'm throwing cardio into that. Now, that's the plan I chose. That may not be the plan for you. Do your own research. Your mileage is going to vary. But I wanted to go through how that plan was broken out so that you can get an idea of what I would think a good plan would be for a beginner. And that's it for our podcast for today. So just to let you know that we will go more in depth on exercise in later uh, podcast episodes, specifically keying in on cardio and weight training, as well as stretching and yoga. Uh, this was more of an overview for you just to kind of get you back into the mood to wanting to exercise. Uh, once again, thank you for joining and thank you for listening to me. Uh, be sure to check us out on iTunes or the Google Play Store or Stitcher or tune in, you know, whatever the app of your choice or the device of your choice is. We are and should be available on each one of them. Visit our website at uh, bigmanintraining.com. Drop us an email and let us know what you think. And if you have any questions, I would love to hear from you. You can email us at eric at bigmanintraining.com. Just a quick reminder that all of the links that we've talked about in this podcast will be in the show notes. So please feel free and check those out. Once again, this is Eric Dickey, the Big Man in Training. Thank you for listening. Have a healthy and happy day. Thank you for listening to the Big Man in Training Show with Eric Dickey. If you like what you've just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address, bigmanintraining.com, to your friends. Be sure to check out the podcast page on our website for our previous shows. This has been an Eric Dickey production. Please join us next week for another edition of the Big Man and Training Show.